Welcome all you guys, dudes and bros out there. This is the Commissioner's Office Podcast with Paul Coke and James. Let's get ready to roll. Thank you for tuning in, gentlemen. This is the inaugural episode of the Commissioner's Office Podcast. Name, TBD, could, could change. We're not, we're not 100% sold on it. So if you want to call in and give some suggestions, we are all ears. Um, we're going to hop right into it, getting into the draft recap. We're going to be taking a pick-by-pick analysis of just what we thought about the pick, how we think it helps that team, and the team's outlook after all, how all the teams look when it's all said and done. So uh, let's get rolling. First pick of the draft went to Shock after a trade from J-Lo. And in a bit of – what do you think, Coke? Was it controversial to take Josh Jacobs? Um, you know, we're not super flexed this year. Uh, you know, we had to prepare a little bit this year, but you can still get away with taking, you know, he took Josh Jacobs. I I had Kyler as my number one, um, but, you know, Shock, he sold everything. So he, he had he has no running backs. His top running back, I think, was what, Geo? I think, yeah, it was, it was C- Deion Lewis. Yeah, Geo, CJ Anderson. Um, I like Josh Jacobs, you know. He was my number one player other than Kyler. Uh so I like it, you know, helps him out depth-wise. Uh, he could be an RB, you know, he could be top 15 this year. There's a lot of, you know, targets. Absolutely, of, he could come in hot. What do you yeah. think, James? Absolutely. So I would have liked to see Kyler go here just for the fact that we are going super flex, and I have him as my number one player in that category. So it is hard to fault him taking Josh Jacobs there. I have him as an immediate RB2, and like Isaac said there, you were really going to need players for him. He needs them across the board, so it's hard to fault that. Absolutely. It feels it feels an immediate need. You know, he had his QBs. He got a few of them left, I think. He might have no, traded he, them. Man, never, actually, I don't know. Does he have one left? He, he has uh, Lamar. Well, and, uh... <laughs> again, he'll plan for next year. It's all part of the blueprint. He, he, Josh Jacobs was the pick and uh, wasn't too bad. But that means Kyler Murray, our boy, felt too hogger. And... Uh, James, what did you think? Oh, that's a that's a five-star pick right there and a gift from Zach. So you definitely say thank you to him, Hog. Absolutely. I, uh, I think that was kind of a no-brainer for Hog. There wasn't really anyone else on the board that could make quite an impact uh, right off the bat, kind of like Kyler Murray. What do you think, Coke? Uh, I think that was a home run, man. I also give that a five. I, did, I didn't know if I said uh, I also gave Josh Jacobs a five. Um, but, you know, Kyler Murray, great pick by Hogger. You know, no other choice. He has Aaron Rodgers. Um, other than that, he had Marcus Mariota and Nick Foles. So he was in a little bit of trouble coming into next year. And I think he actually traded away his next year's pick. So he wasn't getting a top quarterback. Yeah, he absolutely filled, filled the need. And, uh, you know, good uh, good pick. Couldn't really go wrong there, that's for sure. And just so you listeners know, there, if you hear a scale, we're on a grading scale of 1 to 5. 5 being the best, 1 being the worst. So if you hear us throw out some numbers... That's what we're talking about. Uh, Shock was back up again. He uh, he was loving all the attention this first round gave to him. All eyes were on him. I could tell he was a little scared once the actual draft came around, but uh, he shined because with his third pick, he took David Montgomery. And uh, Coke, what'd you think about that? I uh, also loved it. Um, I had you know David Montgomery right at number three. He was pretty close with Nikhil Harry, uh, but I'm a running back guy, man. You get a good three down running back, you will shine in this league. Um, Absolutely. It feels an immediate need. And uh, again, he was short on running back. He's got a, a few receivers, but again, he had a lot of picks at this point. So we knew he, uh, he was going to stock up at kind of whatever fell to him. James, uh, you agree? We're on the same page here? Oh, yeah. So I have David Montgomery as my RB2 overall in the draft. And it should have been no surprise who he was taking here in another dynasty league that we are all aware of. 
Uh, this was his top pick, mm-hmm. so it should come to no surprise that that's who he's going to target. Absolutely, absolutely. That does come into effect. Well, then we got to the fourth pick, and, uh, you know, this this shit, I don't even, he probably won't even listen to this podcast, so we can talk all the shit we want about him. But uh, I'm your dad, kid. Came in, uh, our boy Spencer Masick at number four, and took Nikhil Harry. James. Good, bad, ugly, what'd you think? So this is my man in the draft. You guys know this. So I think Nikhil Harry is going to start out probably a little slow at the beginning of the year while he's getting used to that Belichick offense. We know he doesn't really um, give a whole lot to rookies right off the bat. But Gronk is gone. He's a real good jump ball receiver here. Uh, we only have Edelman as you know to be the target monster here. So I think on that third and long that we've seen a lot in the playoffs where they had to go to Gronk, I think that's going to be Harry's role come end of the season. True, and uh, you know the future is bright. You know, even if it's not this year, he's got a, he's got some receivers on that team now that uh, you know has got some potential down the road. Uh, Coke, you on the same page? Um, I do like the kill Harry a lot. Um, I did give it a five. I am kind of regretting it because, just, not not because of the player, but because of the strategy here. He all he has is Damian Williams and Lashawn McCoy. Lashawn McCoy, what they they might cut his ass. True. Um, why not take Miles Sanders? You know, I know Jordan Howard's there, but take the, I mean, take what you can get, man. True. If you're looking at immediate need, uh, the running back was definitely a little better. But, you know, we know Spence. He follows that uh, <laughs> big old heart and that little old dick of his, and he yeah. just, you know, does what he wants. And we can't really control him. Uh, then our fifth pick, again, Mr. Shock, every other. And this one, I'm going to go ahead and say was a little bit uh, shocking, kind of, controversial. Went with DK Metcalf at pick number five. Uh, Coke, start us off. What did you grade this? What do you think? Um, I honestly would have – I'm still surprised Miles Sanders is on the board. Uh, again, he keeps on falling. Um, if Shock, he, he, he could have had the top three running backs in this draft. If you can come out of that, you know, you're looking pretty damn good. Um, I don't hate Metcalf. Um, I gave him a four. I wasn't going five. Uh, see, because I have Metcalf and you know Paris Campbell right by each other, so I didn't really hate it. But I'm still a little confused to why you know you don't take Miles Sanders. I'm with you, and I, you know, DK he's a physical freak. But you know, at the end of the day, it's the Seahawks offense. They're running a lot. Mm-hmm, Is this the guy mm-hmm. that we want to take number five overall? When you got a lot of picks coming up later, you know he got lucky with Miles uh, Sanders falling to him. But you know he didn't know that at the time. James, are you on the same page? Yeah, I don't. I don't hate the player. I hate the pick. I'm a little bit lower <laughs> on DK Metcalf than most people. I just see him with sort of a limited route tree come to the NFL. He is a physical freak, like you mentioned. He can go up and get it, and he can burn guys. But outside of that, I don't see him as a technician being able to get open on a consistent basis. Um, Absolutely. Before we jump, who do you have over DK? I have AJ Brown still okay. being in Tennessee over DK. I have Paris Campbell, and I have him kind of neck and neck with Debo Samuel. Okay. Nice, nice. Well, next up, we had pick number, oh, excuse me, we had pick number six with B. Moses, and he, uh, <laughs> I think we can all come into agreement on this one. We had a straight-up panic move. I don't know if oh. you saw the Honolulu blue in his eyes and couldn't go away from, but he went with TJ Hawkinson. Uh, James, start us off. Do we want to spend B-mo. the next uh, 40 minutes of this shitting on BMO for this I mean, pick? I mean, you we know, could. we obviously could, but let's not. Let's try to move on. Try to stay as non-partial as possible, but we can all agree this is... Okay, so I kind of liken this to the DK Metcalf, too. I don't hate the player, hate the pick, don't love the situation. Um, If you look at TJ Hawkinson, you think of rookie tight ends, they're not going to really blow up until year three, being usable. Year two, if they're an absolute stud. Mm -hmm. Now, he is stepping into a role where he should be the number one tight end, 
But in the you know first half of the first round, I'm not trying to get a starting tight end for. Exactly. You have Jesse James to compete with there, and if you look at his team, he's got O.J. Howard. Yeah, and like, once again... Potentially the best dynasty tight end in the game, and you go with Hawken in the first round with the other stuff on the board? I don't, I don't know. Coke, what do you think? So I, I kind of dug down the rabbit hole, because, you know, Vimo made some pit, some trades here. He did, he did. He, he traded away Hunter Henry, Carrion uh, Johnson, and Chris Carson, and he, he in that acquired this six pit. So you're trading away Hunter Henry... For TJ Hawkinson, you know, uh, I'd rather have Hunter Henry with Philip Rivers, and like you said, he has OJ Howard. That makes no damn sense to me. Yeah. I mean, why not take my again? I'm gonna Miles keep Sanders. saying Miles Sanders, because who does he have? He has uh, what? Who are his running backs? Well, he just got rid of Carryon Johnson. Yeah, he has Derrick Henry. Henry. He has Derrick Henry, Kenyon Drake, and Lamar Miller. What are you doing? Yeah, like, it's uh, we got so we got some questionable moves here, but hey, it was the first like this yeah, is in person draft. We're all pretty sober for it. We're gonna uh, we're gonna say he was nervous. Yeah, and yeah. we can blame it on that. <laughs> Bimo, Bimo, and pressure. You know, you, you never know. Hey, that kid. hey, I think he was sitting next to Shock. Shock got in his ear, gave him a little tickle. You know, that's he what did. happened. He did. Shock probably got in his head. That sounds about right. Bimo, well, we'd love to have you call into this podcast and let you know, let us know what you were thinking with that pick. <laughs> yeah, if you want to defend yourself and tell us to fuck off, call right in um, and let us. No. Uh, next up, with the next pick, we had Spence was up again. Uh, I'm going to call him a little bitch until it tells me to stop. But yeah, I don't think he's going to listen to the podcast, so we'll keep going. Uh, he took Paris Campbell. Um, a little controversial, some people might say. What do you think, James? So I actually love Paris Campbell, love this pick. I would have taken him higher if I had any first-round picks, but I like to get rid of him, give him to Zach. Um, I think he's going into a great situation. I love him being tied to Andrew Luck for you know, a good chunk of his career. I see T.Y., the only receiver in front of him. He's a solid, not elite talent who is going to be a free agent come 2020. So if when you look at him leaving potentially soon, I don't know if they're going to pay for an older receiver like that when they have Campbell coming in. And Funch is on a one-year deal, and he had some problems with drops when he was in Carolina. He was pretty much non-existent in their offense at the end. So Absolutely. That, uh, you make a good point. And, you know, I think we can all agree we like this player, but when you look at Spencer's team, Coke, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to give this, I, again, I like the player. I'm going to give this a three, a big old three. because oh, You're being too nice. Take Miles Sanders, guys. Like, what are you doing? Like, Jordan Howard's there. But Jordan Howard can't catch. You know, he might get some carries in the beginning. Miles Sanders, they took him in the second round. He has three-down potential. He was, you know, he was behind Barkley. But Barkley wasn't there at Penn State. You know, Miles Sanders would have shined. I don't get it, man. I don't don't understand. I'm with you. You know, hey, these boys do what they want out there, and we're just here to say what we think about it. You guys do what you want. It doesn't matter. Uh, but then we had Bimo up again, and Coke, did he redeem himself with this uh, with his Daryl Henderson pick? I, I do, I do think he did. Um, I like Daryl Henderson. Um, you know, he's the net, you know number four running back in my eyes. Uh, Todd Gurley, you know they're gonna they're gonna slow him down a little bit. Daryl Henderson is a good running back. Um, Bimo does not have Todd Gurley, so you think that he has trade value now. Um, he could trade him to Ty, who has Todd Gurley. But I think Daryl Henderson will come into this offense, high-powered offense, and, you know, he could have some, you know, he could fill in flex, 
Um, I think it was a good pick, though. You never I, know. I, I'm right there with you. Totally agree. I think he's got the potential to do it and the opportunity. Uh, James, you on the same page? Yeah, I'm with you there. And I also love the fact that he's going after somebody else's handcuff instead of his own. Um, I always like to get somebody else's because then you have more trade value and you potentially boost your roster because you're not the guy impacted by the injury. You're just benefiting from that pick. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll see if it pays off for him. Uh, the last pick of the first round went to Spencer. And... He went with Damian Harris, which some people, you know, not what most of, like, the experts out there said to do, but, uh, you know, it was his pick nonetheless. James, start us off. You love the Patriots. You, I mean, I'm assuming you didn't hate this pick for the Patriots themselves. What about for Spencer? I think it's horrible. That's a a two-star pick for a two-star fantasy player that we got (laughs) in uh, Spencer Masick. He's going to have to share the workload at best. You're hoping for a Sony injury, which it, it's possible. That may happen. He has have some arthritis issues going on. Um, but then we got Rex Burkhead. We also got Harris. We have White getting all the passing work. I think the preseason going on right now, Damien's going to get a lot of hype with the stuff surrounding Sony. And then you're going to see him fade, getting just minimal um, carries. Absolutely. Um, you know, when after initially after the draft, everyone thought it was, the more time that's went by, the pick doesn't, it looks a little less dumb, I'd say, you know, with the Sony things going on. But with kind of who was on the board and, you know, for him, to, that, that's the running back he takes out of everyone that's available. I mean, I, hey, we'll see if it pays off for him, but Coke, are you in the same page as James um, on this one? Yeah, man, I'm going to give him a big old fat two. Um, I think he was sitting there like, oh, shit, I didn't take a running back looking at his roster like I'm screwed and again you know I was big about Miles Sanders falling guys Dwayne Haskins is completely out of the first round now going into a super flex like that's crazy and that normal, is yeah normal super flex he's going you know six uh but you know he takes Damian Harris hoping for something to happen um I don't get it man trade back like do something. Absolutely. That's something like, he definitely try. could have done. It, just like, talking back. to something. Like, yeah. yeah I didn't back. hear nothing at the draft about, hey, no. anybody wants like, us. Like, he That's, doesn't even, like. That was his boy. He must have just been doing it. Care. What do you think, James? <laughs> you know, I'm a big fan of going and getting your guy if you are <laughs> confident in him. I don't think he's real confident in Damian Harris. And if he is, then I got some guys to sell to him. The real question is, is he confident in himself as a owner of a team? I, that's a great question. And Spence, call in and defend yourself. Because right now, we uh, we don't really understand the, the blueprint you've got going on. But, uh, hey, we want to hear from you. We'd love to hear your uh, your, your voice to uh, see what you have to say. But uh, pick number one in the second round, we had Shock back up again. And Coke was just talking about him. Dwayne Haskins falls to him. Um, I think we can all agree on this one. Uh, great pick. You know, second round of a Soon to be super flex. You just traded all your quarterbacks. You know that's uh, that fills a need. James, you on the same page? Absolutely, five star pick there. Absolute steal in the second round. Um, it's become pretty obvious at this point that move to super flex just hasn't sunk in yet for a lot of guys. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And there is that game you can play because people pop out of nowhere. Who knows what next year's draft is going to be? I don't know. You know, Zach has all those picks. But, uh, yeah, we definitely doesn't seem to be too worried about quarterbacks. We'll see if that changes as the year goes. But, uh, Coke, I know you love those QBs. Love them, man. I mean, I'm all about them. I mean, you have to get QBs. you got to get ready. Especially since you just said that, Zach has all the picks. These guys who don't have picks and, you know, the quarterbacks are not going to fall. Especially you got Tua, Fromm, uh, Hebert coming out. I love this pick, five-star pick. You know, I think Haskins is going to step in, maybe not right in the beginning, but at least in the middle of the year, and I think he's going to do well, especially since he has uh, he has Terry McLaren 
from Ohio State with him. You know, I think he's going to succeed there. Absolutely. You got Darius Guys, You got a young little core there yeah. that, you know, he could do some stuff. Uh, second pick of the second round. Uh, at the time, you know, this pick wasn't, you know, the, you know, we were kind of shocked. But now that time's passed a little bit, it looks kind of smart, actually, with Devin Singletary at the second pick in uh, the second round. James, what do you think? So, I don't mind this pick. It's I don't love Devin Singletary, but I get where he's coming with this. I mean, someone has to start in that offense, and they have kind of a, a lot of people going back there that's going to fight for that lead role. Uh, we got McCoy, who may likely be gone either this year or next year. Frank Gore, he's 150 years old, so who knows how long he's going to stay. He doesn't die, man. He doesn't. 1,000 yards coming up. Just wait, man. <laughs> he might. I hope so. <laughs> I would love to see a 1,000 rusher you know, out of somebody other than Josh Allen there because I think he's <laughs> going to lead him. Um, and Yeldon, he's just kind of uninspiring. I don't love him up in uh, Buffalo. So bad offense, but somebody's got to start. Why not Devin Singletary since they invested in him? Absolutely. You know, this team is getting younger, and they got a lot of old guys. He's kind of the only young buck left. Uh, I think opportunity's going to be there. I think, you know, if not this year, which it's kind of looking like through training camp, for sure next year. Coke, we all, uh, we all in agreement on this? See, the only thing I'm not in agreement about is because I think Singletary would have been there later. Again, trade back. Try to get more assets. I mean, his team isn't that great. He's in the bottom four of the league. Um, Interesting. I'm looking at just looking at who would you have taken if you're Spence? AJ Brown. AJ Brown. Well, if I'm Spence, I'm trading. If you're back. Spence, okay. Um, okay. I, I know plenty of people. I would have traded up. Would you? Uh, you know, I liked where I was sitting with those three picks right there. So I, I was pretty cool with whoever's going to fall. I mean, you fall. had multiple. But exactly. Like, I knew either – I thought Justice Hill was going to go there, and I thought Devin was going to fall to me, but it ended up being a little flip-flop. So, you know, I was cool with it. Uh, I would have been happy with either one, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I still think he could have traded that. You know, I – or take A.J. Brown, man. Marquise Brown is there. Uh, I don't know. I like – you know, I'm not hating on completely. I gave it a three. So middle of the road. I get why he did it because he had McCoy, but I think he could have got more value. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. I, I like the pick. I thought it, I thought it helped them. I think it gives them some value. I think Devin will have some trade value coming up here in the future, and uh, you never know, Spence, what uh, what he could do. <laughs> uh, next up, we had T. Y. Butlin's first pick of the draft, um, number three in the second round, and he went with the Cardinals' little speedster, Andy Isabella. Uh, James, what'd you think? So he's. Uh, I think he immediately plugs in as the wide receiver too on the Cardinals. Oh, so two right with off that, the bat, absolutely. I think he's going to go in right away. Fine. In front of Fitz or Kirk? Uh, Kirk is my number one there. Okay. I think Fitz, at some point, he's going to have to slow down. I'm not doubting Fitz the man. Oh. It's just time. Never doubt him, James. Time just it catches him, up James. to everybody. Oh, not Fitz. <laughs> so with that air raid offense, it's going to be a lot of targets, hopefully, if everything comes to fruition there. Um, a lot of targets coming his way. Exactly. Do you like the choice of Andy Isabella over A.J. Brown? Um, I... There's one guy here who actually fell towards the end of the second round that I would have liked to pick instead, and that's uh, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. Uh, oh, really? I would have liked him beginning of the second round. Okay, nice. Uh, Cope, what do you think? Um, I am also with James on uh, J.J. He is probably one of my favorite players in this draft, but I do love Andy Isabella. Love the speed, man. Love the offensive cliff. Um, I gave that a four. I do think he'll plug in right away. I don't think he'll be two this year. I think he'll be three and also, you know, do you still have uh, Akeem Butler there? I don't know who's going to come out. And the future, why, you know, I think Andy and uh, Kirk and uh, Akeem Butler will be very well good there. 
Now, so, if you're T.Y. and you see his team stacked with wide receivers, do you guys go Justice Hill there instead of Andy Isabella just for team need, or are you fine with not with waiting on running back or just um, kind of taking a shot at who you like? I don't love going team need in a rookie draft. Um, there's plenty of ways you can fill team need through trades, acquiring other players. So I try to get the best talent available. Yeah, great point. There's always players on the waiver, especially right now, that, you know, who knows who could pop up. Cole. I mean, but you got to think, though, James, like, Justice Hill, he could – Mark Ingram's old too, man. You never know. He he has some injury history. Um, I think Justice Hill is the number two there. I mean – I agree. So – and they're going to run the rock there. Uh, I don't Absolutely. know how many uh, receptions he had at uh, Oklahoma State, but, you know, he's quick. He's fast. He's a he good is. running back. He is. He had I, some Reggie Bush comps coming out. Yeah. I kind of agree with Paul. Like, I'm kind of a guy that tries to fill need still. I mean – Trading is not the easiest thing because people have their value. They value certain players differently. Uh, I, like it, but I don't hate Andy Isabella. Um, yeah, but, but now regardless. That you, now that you said something, I probably would have rather him take Justice Hill. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we'll go quick through my picks. I was in the fourth and fifth. I took A.J. Brown and Justice Hill. Just from what I'm thinking, I was just happy with the value that fell. That's why I traded back anyway. I had a feeling somebody was going to be there that I liked. I'm really happy to get A.J. Brown. Don't love the uh, Titans offense, but you got to think with all the hype around A.J., you got to take a shot. Um, same with Justice. Hype's big, you know, on the ceiling, you know, maybe he's the next album tomorrow. Maybe he's a dud. Hey, I'm hoping for tomorrow. Wishing, maybe. Oh, yeah. I, I do like what they're doing there in Baltimore. We know that they're just going to run the ball nonstop, either with, with Lamar, with Ingram, or yeah. it be Justice Hill. It looks like they're trying to copy what the Saints did, kind of boom and yeah, zoom 2.0, exactly. Kamara and Ingram. Exactly. I uh, totally agree there. I'm very happy he's on my team. Um, I uh... – I gave you a four and a five. Actually, I went five and four. I love how you got A.J. Brown at 14. Thank how, you, yeah. how did that happen? Um, well, when you take Damian Harris in the first round, yeah, some good guys I, are going to fall. I don't want to trade back. Come boys, on, Spence. I knew Spence. our boys what were going to make doing? some bold moves, dude. I knew that value was going to I love fall. it, dude. Yeah, you're and, off to uh, a great start. I five and a four. very man. happy. Um, next up was Bimo up again, and he took Marquise Hollywood-Brown. Um, you know, he's still injured. But when you look at that speed, when you look at those bloodlines being Antonio's cousin, what do you think, Coke? You happy with that pick? Yeah, love it. He was the first wide receiver taken in the NFL draft. Um, great value. Uh, you know, he was injured, so that's why he fell. He actually just got cleared, I'm pretty sure. Um, the only thing is, I don't really like Baltimore's passing game. Very uh, true. They did, you know, draft Boykin, who's also a good receiver. Uh, Who knows if Lamar yeah, is going to exactly. be an improved passer. I do like it, though, man. I it like is. the player. He's, I like the player. so fast. James, what do you think? I'm with you. This pick is kind of going to depend on what Lamar can do next year with his accuracy. I mean, it's a low-volume passing attack. So when a guy's not accurate, you hope he just gets a lot of targets. So we don't know if that's going to be there. I kind of give him a comp comparable to John Brown. Um, he's a deep threat. Okay. He's got a little bit more shift than John Brown does, I think. He's a good player. Just in a bad spot. Let's so. hope he uh, doesn't turn out like my boy John Ross. <laughs> he, uh, straight up. Hey, does anybody want John Ross? You can have him for, you know, I'll give you a hand job and you can take him. <laughs> Next pick was uh, actually mine, but I, well, I'll just explain my thinking. I had some guys on the board that I liked. I probably was going to pull the trigger on JJ, but I kind of wanted to see what I could get in a trade. So TY, uh, you know, I moved back a couple spots, picked up one of his third rounders, and uh, he steps in and takes JJ or Sega Whiteside, a guy you were, you were both already talking about enjoying yeah, a lot. So yeah. I think all in agreement here, great pick. 
Um, you know, if not this year, next year for sure, this guy's got some high upside. At some point, he's going to be the wide receiver one in that offense. Absolutely. I'm uh, kind of kicking myself for not taking him. Uh, kind of looking at it now, it's like, dang, I should have just stayed there. But that's fantasy. You'll live and you learn. Yeah. Uh, Koki on the same you, page. Uh, you traded back two and then traded up one. You swapped both. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wish you would have stayed. Because I gave this a five, man. I yeah. love JJ. Love yeah. him. He was it's awesome a, at Stanford. It's a good pick. Again, um, you know, TY's got a bunch of receivers. Uh, you'd think, I mean, but there just wasn't really a running back there kind of worth taking. And, and when JJ's falling all the way, kind of no-brainer right there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the top running back I have down here is uh, Alex Madison um, out of Minnesota. But, you know, I like him. But I, I'm taking JJ all the way, man. Yeah. I, I like him more. I liked him more than Andy Isabella. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, T works out for T.Y. Gets a quick little speedster and a little red zone threat. Um, his receivers are looking good for years to come. If you got some good running backs, maybe you throw them at him. Try to get a trade. See what happens. Guy loves trading. Next up is Shock again. And uh, he went with Mecole Hardman. Now, this was the day of us finding out that Tyreek was not going to be suspended. Um, so, James, how do you feel about this pick here? So, Zach had a pretty good draft going up to this point. A lot of guys I like. He probably you, reached you a little bit with DK. Great. You could say borderline great. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The only, you know, he might have had fives in his first four picks, except for DK Metcalf. Again, I don't hate, just don't like him that early. I think Miko, after finding out Tyreek's back, I think he's useless. Um, <laughs> he's, he's not a guy that's going to get on the field right now because he's going to play that same role that Tyreek is, and who in their right mind is going to put Miko over Tyreek. You're, uh, you're, that's, uh, you make some valid points. Coke, you in um, agreement here? You... I mean, I have Tyreek Hill. I showed up to the draft wearing a Kansas City Chiefs mm, t-shirt. Fuck off. Um, I like the pick, man. He, he was a second rounder. They traded up for him. Good value. Um, you never know Sammy. I think they can get out of Sammy Watkins' contract after this year pretty easily. Absolutely. Uh, they talked about trading Tyreek Hill. Um, so I don't hate it. It's a kind of like a boomer bust pick. Absolutely. When you've had our, that many picks, like Zach's already had, you might as well take a shot on a guy that, you know, if Tyreek leaves, could have that impact. Um, same kind of impact. Yeah, you never know. Could be a bust, but hey, then when you got that many picks, can't really go wrong. Guys, uh, so, myself yeah. included, stop sending Zach all your picks. He's getting all the young talent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say, James, you, you definitely helped him. I'm definitely hey, including worked, that. It worked for you. Um, second, uh, the ninth pick in the second round was me again, and I had Debo Samuel fall to me. Uh, I was fairly happy. Don't love San Francisco's offense just because there's so many mouths to feed, but I thought, hey, let's take a shot at someone in the draft that could be a part of it. Uh, there was a little hype around him coming in to the draft, so I was happy to see him fall. At my 26th pick, it was J.J. Arcega-Whiteside and him, and when he was the one who fell, that's, uh, that's who I went with. What do you think, Koki? You agree with me? Um... I'm buying all the San Francisco shares I can. You know, Kittle, Pettis, I would take Debo. Because, again, you know. We just don't know where it's going to come. But, they, you know, even though we're doing, you know, fantasy draft, Debo got taken in the second round of the NFL draft. So they have a plan. High capital. Yeah. High capital, the dude. I, I don't know if he has much injury history, but, like, he's fast. He was the inside slot guy at uh, South Carolina. I like him, man. I like Absolutely. him. Because uh, they got Marquise Goodwin, who could be out soon. And other than that. They got Trent Taylor, maybe, but exactly that slot he, looks. He falls right into that number three role, which is you know a solid number two receiver. Exactly. Um, there's targets there, man. James? Yeah, I love the player. Um, I'm a little confused on what's going to go on within that offense. Now, I, would you be surprised if any of those guys were thousand yard receivers this year? I mean, I think Kittle will be 100. Outside, outside of Kittle, I guess just the wide receivers um, alone. 
you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all in on Pettis, all in on Pettis. Uh, but saying that, you know, I wouldn't be surprised, but we haven't had Jimmy G a full season. And yet people are still very, very high on him. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm kind of with you. I'm a little scared, but I, I want the shares, man. I love the Absolutely. Offense. I don't mind. I, there's a lot of good dart throws in there. I think yes. one of them's really going to pay off. Now, somebody should surpass 1,000 yards. I also wouldn't be surprised if all of them were less than 600. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Because you've got to think the receivers there, too, all catch passes pretty entire. You know, you got McKinnon, you got Coleman, you got Brito. All of them like yeah. catching passes. So there's is Garoppolo going to throw for 5,000 yards? Uh, we don't know. Real quick, while we're on the topic, how uh, happy are you you have McKinnon? Mm, fuck off. <laughs> I uh, should have sold him to J-Lo last year when he was giving me the house for him. But uh, now he's sitting on the pup list where, uh, hey, he's going to bounce back. He's going to... No. Yeah, there's just a lot of mouths to feed there. Not a clear hierarchy yeah. on who's going to lead what. Exactly. Exactly. All right, moving on. The last pick of the second round, you know, and this was a guy I was, I was considering with this pick before, was Hakeem Butler with uh, from the Cardinals. Uh, physical freak. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of mouths to feed in... Uh, Arizona, but when you got a guy with that kind of intangibles, uh, what do you think, James? Yeah, I actually tried to trade for Hakeem Butler right after he made that pick. Uh, I threw a third round at him, and just because I know how he gets he during drafts, pick. he yeah. loves to trade, so I thought I'd try to swindle him like he swindled me in the past. Didn't fall through, but I like the pick. I try to get him myself. Absolutely. A lot of, a lot of upside. Coke, you in agreement? Yeah, I'm loving Shock's draft. I gave that a four. Uh, I like Hakeem Butler. A lot. I love that offense. Um, I just don't, you know, I love it. Not this year, maybe next year or the year after. Because receivers do take a, exactly. a little bit to get going. There's not, it's not like rookie running backs coming in and getting, mm-hmm. you know, being RB1s. Got to be so, patient with those yes, receivers. I yeah, like absolutely. the pick though, man. Love it. Exactly. Uh, and the, we're heading to the third round. First pick of the third round was Brennan, his only pick of the draft. Uh, he traded a bunch of those BMO, as Cole had mentioned earlier. I think he got some pretty good value out of it. On um, with this pick, he went with Alexander Madison, running back for the Vikings. Uh, Coke, start us off. What'd you think? I like Brennan. Yeah, I like it a lot, man. Gave it a four. Um, you know, one pick, you get a four. Awesome. Great draft. Madison is a good running back. Uh, Dalvin Cook has a lot of injury history. Um, so it could pay off. And again, he doesn't have Dalvin Cook, so he could as trade value. You know, to, so it can work out very, very well. For Absolutely. Him. You know, Brennan's got a team with quite a few different handcuffs. You know, one guy goes down, a guy could step in. With only one pick in the draft, you know, maybe I would have liked to see him take a shot at a high upside guy because he his if you look at his team, he's pretty deep, you know. Yep. And so instead of taking a handcuff, maybe going with the high upside, that's the only reason I didn't love it with only having the one pick. I think it was great value. Uh, James, where you feel me? Coke, where you think? So this is my favorite pick of the draft. I won't lie. Really? It's not a shiny pick by any means. Um, but when you look at what's going on with Dalvin Cook, he's missed 17 games over two seasons. Uh, we've seen what Latavius Murray did in that offense when he went out. He w- fared pretty well. Um, so when you have two hamstring injuries right after an ACL tear um, in that offensive line that really didn't improve all that much, I think there's a high likelihood that Cook gets injured again, and then you just got a starter in, in the third round. That's a great point. And um, we know the Vikings are going to run that ball. Before we move on, who would you have taken then for the high upside? I was just looking at that when I was thinking of this. And, you know, Brennan's team, maybe Noah Font. He's got a lot of running backs. Or, sorry, a lot of tight ends already. Uh, maybe Deontay Thompson just to get a share of those Steelers, you know, because yep. you don't know if he pops up there. Uh, but after looking, there really wasn't a super high upside guy. I do like his pickup of Jalen Hurd after. I think that's a, you know, a high upside kind of thing. Uh, 
But overall, you know, you're right. There wasn't a whole now, lot there. But the thing is, we aren't in super flex yet, but there is Daniel Jones. There is, you know, Jared Stidham. And uh, who you picked up, actually, was uh, Drew Locke. Drew Locke. How did Drew Locke not get picked <laughs> yet? I don't love Daniel Jones, but where he went is an absolute yeah. steal. And for Drew Locke to go this entire undrafted. draft, undrafted, what guys. Very happy. But you don't like the next pick? Yeah, let's just get right into it, Spence. I mean, we don't even have to say much. You took Jared Stidham. I mean, maybe he plays three years from now. I uh, If he didn't care about quarterbacks, and now he takes Stidham at here. Like, I, I mean, maybe he's hoping Tom Brady gets hurt. I, I mean, Spence does what he wants at this point. I mean, do we even really need to talk about it? <laughs> I remember him distinctly saying right after he made this pick that he's calling out Tom Brady to tear his ACL this year, be done, and all of a sudden Jared Stidham's the starting quarterback of the Patriots. There we go. He's the Oracle. I tried trading him one of my quarterbacks. <laughs> to get maybe to try to work something for one of his receivers and he had a 20 minute conversation with me why quarterbacks don't matter in super flex and i was baffled yeah, blew my mind. can't argue with I, that we'll just let the results speak for themselves yeah, can't argue stupid what's the hotter take quarterbacks don't matter or that he, barehanded he could take a wolf <laughs> <laughs> they're fairly equal fairly equal uh you know it might be the quarterback <laughs> that's a good point uh hog was up he had that a little time off there but in the third round he comes in and picks up no font uh, I do like this pickup a lot. Yes. Now, looking at what he's done with him now is shocking, but at this point in the draft, that's a very high upside guy. The Broncos, I think, want to use their tight end a lot. You know, he's a physical freak. Uh, what do you think, Coke? I um, love the pick where he got it, and I'm, I'm going to go out and say that he traded Noah Fant and a 2022 first. 2022 or 2021? It was a first-rounder, and you, you for, for Hawk? Oh, to TJ Hawkinson. What's going they're, on? They're like, Hog, you don't make sense, man. If you're no. listening to this, call in and defend yourself, but I just don't understand you. you, you I, please, explain your thinking to anyone, because I know there are guys out there that try to trade with you, and you turn them down, and then you go and just send this to BMO. I, I, I just don't get it. James, I, just talk. Let's hear you. Oh, I don't understand why you hate first-round picks, because we just sent, seen you send... <laughs> One for Adam Humphreys. To me. Yeah, yeah. which Thank I don't understand you. at all. Thank you, Hogger. Thanks. No, you ruined the league, and that's not even a hot take. I'm done talking about Hogger. <laughs> yeah, we're done with him. Uh, next up, Coke's only pick of the draft. Uh, he came in and snagged Deontay Thompson, uh, receiver for the Steelers. Uh, I like this pick. Steelers, you know, have a history of a high-powered offense, a lot of guys left. Who knows who steps in, takes a shot, um, but it's worth having on your bench. James, what do you think? Yeah, he's a nice player, um, especially in the third round. I'm willing to take a shot on really anybody the Steelers draft on yeah, offense. Um, they've really just had a long history of guys that produce. So if they see him and they like him, I'll take a shot here. Absolutely. I uh, totally agree. Coke is... Yeah, yeah, I mean, I gave myself a three. It's like a dart throw. Yeah. Um, you never know. I mean, they got James Washington. They picked up Moncrief. Exactly. Uh, who knows? You never really know. It's if just, not this year, potentially yeah. next. You know, we know when Coke, he'll probably just use him as trade bait. Yeah, probably just trade him to J-Lo or yeah, try to just get a, get a first-round pick out of it. Who knows? <laughs> Fuck off, bro. Uh, next up was T. Butlin. He came in and picked up Ryquel Armstead for, from the Jaguars. Uh, you know, a guy who, if we're talking about injury history with Alexander Manderson, you got a same guy as Leonard Fournette who's missed quite a bit of time. Uh, James, what do you think of this pick? Yeah, I, I kind of hate myself for this pick just because I do like Ryquel. Um, I'm a big Fournette guy. I think he's just a stud, <laughs> but I realize he's a jackass too. Um, I don't, I don't know if we trust the Jags and the Foles passing game yet. Um, is he going to come in and be a stud like was in Philly, or is he a product of that offense up That's there? That's a great point. Um, if some, something happens to Fournette, it's not going to be Alfred Blue. 
who gets, you know, the keys to the run game. I think it's going to be Raquel Armstead here. Exactly. You know, you take uh, Koki on the same page? No. No? I hated it. Really? I hated it. I gave him a two, bro. Who would you go with? Or, actually, explain your thinking first. Um, now, thing is, I, he doesn't, he needs a running back, and that's why he did it, I think. But with Daniel Jones and Drew Locke on the board, with that value that's coming eventually, I just don't understand why you're taking a cuff. Like and maybe he's hoping a you know, injury yeah, happens. When you look at his quarterbacks, he's got Drew Brees is older, but yeah. Jared Goff and Josh Allen is a nice little twosome. Yeah, but we don't know. Jo- Josh Allen ran the ball well last year. That's why he you know got the points. Um, Guys, Eli Manning's gonna retire maybe in the next six <laughs> minutes. If we get through this podcast and he's still on the Giants, I might be surprised. Yeah. There's a starting quarterback right here. And Drew Locke is, was awesome at Missouri. Like I don't want. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get the value, man. Yep. I, like, uh, I'm just happy he uh, he kept falling, honestly. How much did you spend on him? Uh, $25. Did anybody else bid on him? No, no, no. Oh, okay. But, uh, hey, I was happy to do it. How He's can, worth 25 bucks. How crazy is that you could have got a free starting quarterback? That part is crazy. I was sitting there. I started at 10. I was like, ah, 10. Uh, freaking Coke's probably going to throw, like, 15 <laughs> bucks out there. And I was like, what if, he, what if he throws more than that? And I just <laughs> knew I wanted Drew Locke and feel good about my quarterbacks after the Hey, go get your I man. Made. So, exactly. I'm, I'm happy with That's that. That's what the same as me. I wanted uh, Darwin Thompson to get drafted. Mm-hmm. And I wanted him bad. I was like, I think I had him at, like, a, a 10. $10 or $11. And I was like... It's right after the draft. No one's gonna, you know, no one's gonna. They're Frickin dropping people. No James one's gonna pick. Shark. Yeah, James just swindles in ten bucks, right oh, under no. my nose. You under your nose too. My, yeah, I had a. Yeah, I bid for like two bucks, but yeah, James went out and got his guy. Guys, you were minutes away from having that pick. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't do a whole lot of studying on Darwin Thompson. Uh, he's a six round pick, and then I'm like, you know what, KC. Yes. If he gets the keys to that offense, who exactly. knows what could happen? And then did you see that guy? Everyone's seen the DK Metcalf shirtless pick where he's just looking like a he's, boss. Yeah. Have you guys seen Darwin Thompson? I haven't. No. Might have a little man crush on that guy. He is like. <laughs> Like a little muscle hamster. Maybe I'm not going to talk about that right hey, now. <laughs> up on hey, that's his thing, whether it's JP, whether it's Darwin Thompson, it doesn't matter. That's his personal time. He can do what he wants. Speaking of that guy, you guys see he has seven thousand followers. Yeah, and like one point three million viewers watching that. <laughs> like it made me so confident in our podcast here because if seven thousand people want to watch JP and his wife bone, someone might want to listen. Somebody to wants to hear us football. talk. I mean, it's worth a shot, right? <laughs> uh, next pick. Was J-Lo. To be uh, real quick before yeah. we go on. Like, some of his, like, uh, titles was like were like uh, stepmom and this and that. I'm like, bro, that's your wife. Then it made me question all of the other porns. <laughs> They're it's getting people their wife. It does. It is a little bit behind the curtain. Yeah, you know, like, I was like, "Holy shit! This isn't like stepmom and daughter." This, oh, yeah. Wow. Like now, I'm like now I see that I'm like, "You're a liar." You're God, just, yeah. yeah you're it changes liar. porn a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Call in if you got any right, takes on next that. one. Next one. Uh, Terry McLaurin from J Lo. But honestly, I don't even think we need to talk about no. it because J Lo dropped him and J Lo isn't even there. J Lo doesn't care. Call in, defend yourself. But uh, I don't even know if he's worth talking about. No, he. You know, he is because he auto drafted Terry. I like Terry a lot. You know, Ohio State guy going with his Ohio State quarterback. You know, good player. But then he dropped him. Yeah. yeah. He dropped him and kept one of his other players he got. I know. I, I know. don't understand. Like, just quit. Yeah. Please, he, just he quit, doesn't, man. He doesn't care. He's, he's one of those guys that's ruining the league. Maybe Thanks. you need to take this year off and go to that fantasy football boot camp that yeah. the other podcasters <laughs> were talking about. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, you need to buy the draft kit or something, J-Lo, because you got a decent player and you just dropped him. Uh, next up, I uh, got Benny Snell Jr. Kind of just a handcuff for James Conner. Uh, didn't love the upside, but love the Steelers' offense. And if something were to happen to James, who I have, 
just be nice to have someone who should get some shares. You know, Jalen Samuel will be in there, but a guy that, you know, can kind of get downhill and run. James, what do you think? Yeah, again, it's always nice to have a shot at somebody in the Steelers' backfield, but I don't think if Connor goes down, that's going to be Snell being the man. Uh, they've kind of shown that they love to ride one guy in that offense. They're not big on... Uh, spreading the ball around in their backfield. So I think Samuel's first man up, but who knows because he has shown a, an ability to be a receiver. If they throw him at tight end, they could utilize him in different ways and then have Benny Snell come in and be their lead back. Who knows? Great point. Cope? Uh, I love the pick. I gave you a four. Um, I also loved your draft because uh, I think Jalen, they've already using him at, as a receiver. They've, you know, training camp, they're lining him up outside with James Conner in the back. So I think, you know, if James Conner does go down, I think Snell will get his shot. So, I liked it. Nice. Hey, thanks for the compliment, too. Yeah, yeah, Pre- appreciate it. Um, you're still a league villain. Hey, take your hand out of his pants there, Coke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up was Hawk, and he comes in, and already you guys love your quarterbacks. I'm going to assume you love this pick. He traded with T.Y., yeah. comes in. He gives up, was it a second-round yes, pick? He gave up a 2021 20, second. second, and comes in and picks up Daniel Jones. You guys love it? Just like that, you totally redeem yourself. with Finally, <laughs> Daniel Jones, third round, going to be a starting QB. I don't think he's the best talent in the world, but... Guys, like what? There's gonna be twenty quarterbacks starting each week. That means the bottom feeders. You need these guys. You need a guy that's gonna start. <laughs> no, yeah, Coke, you same page. Yeah, give, I gave him a five. Love. I mean, Daniel Jones. I think I had Drew Lock over Daniel, um, but Daniel will probably get to look earlier. I think. I love it, man. He comes in and he uh, trains up for it. Great pick. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, the last two picks of the draft went to J-Lo. They were on the draft. He already dropped them. Let's not even talk about it. J-Lo sucks at fantasy. I think we're all in agreement there. Everyone yep. listening to the podcast is in agreement on yep. that. Yep. Yep. Uh, there's just there's nothing else to say. Nope. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break and be right back at you. We're sponsored by Tyler Bowen's Genital Warts Cream. <laughs> the best thing to help remove those darn itchy red spots down in that special area. Tyler Buttonland's Genital Warts Cream. Get it at any Rite Aid near you. Alright, so let's talk some grades. Just overall from the draft, we've kind of mentioned them as we went, but uh, we can just go quick. Um, let's go the easy ones first, I'm thinking. So, Coke, you had one pick. James, what'd you give Coke? So I gave Coke a three here. You know, it's yeah. hard. You got one pick. You made it count. Exactly. Um, he's a nice shot, but then again, you know, he's not a stud by any means. So we just went kind of in the middle there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Coke, I think you're probably in the middle. Yeah. You're, you're no, a pretty I good myself, grader on yourself. Yeah, just a yeah. uh, middle solid rough. three. Could be know, good. C-. Could be not. Yeah. Um, Same page there. Same page there. Um, let's go. Uh, let's hear your draft grades for B. Moses 17, the runner-up in our league last year, believe it. How did that happen? I don't. I, I gave him a three point three C minus, number six. C minus. Man, that uh, that first pick really killed that him. That hot pick hurts him. Kill my kill his job. He did come back and get a first and fan. So I mean, I'm not. That's fair. No, yeah, he's fine now. But at the time, exactly. Uh, but yeah, number six to me, man, wasn't great. Did you give him a three point three three? Is that yes. what I heard? Yeah, I got the same exact grade here. I got a two from Hawkinson, four, four for Henderson, yeah, four yeah. Marquise Brown. Yeah, I mean, he's got some guys that might pan out, but, you know. Yeah, he did some things. Hawkinson ruined he you, man. He did some things. He might, yeah. Well, you know, he, well, yeah. Next up, uh, let's go with, Brennan had one pick as well. What would you think for him? Madison, Coke, you loved it. You yeah, him four, four, man, four. A-. Uh, he was actually the number four overall draft 
I know he had one pick, but I thought he, you know, killed it. Thought, so. Yeah, happy with that. I mean, it's pretty much the value of Elton. Yeah. I know he really wanted Akeem Butler to fall. Zach comes in and snags him, you know, and he gets a guy that's still going to help him. Yep. James? Yeah, I got him at a four. I mean, it's hard to do bad when you only get one pick. Exactly, I mean, you're exactly. not getting that variance there, but I have him as my third best draft, even with the small uh, draft class we got there. Really? You have I do. I do. Really? I'm, uh, well, then I'm interested to hear. Let's just go to me next. What'd you guys think? Tell me how great I am. Let's hear it. James, say I'm good. Uh, I actually have you in my top four. You are my fourth overall here. Yeah. See, I don't. I didn't love the Benny Snell. You know, you were fours across the board until he's Benny like Snell he's came my up. Own really? He's a three. Right. He's a three to me. He's a, man, he's a hater. I gave you a four point two five, a minus number buddy. three overall. I loved your draft, AJ Brown at fourteen. Give me a five out of that, man. Yeah. Fours across the board after that. I, uh, I left feeling good. You know, it's uh, it's kind of what happens with some of these boys in our fantasy league. Yeah. Value's gonna fall, it's like, and that's it's why like did, that's why I like I'm fixed. It's like you did your homework or something. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, well, hey, appreciate that, Coke. Still hate you. You're still the yeah, league villain, yeah, yeah. but thanks for the compliment. Uh, let's go next to Ty. What would you guys think of Ty's draft? You know, he's sensitive. So be nice. I have him just behind you, actually. Uh, Andy Isabella, I like that pick. Arcega Whiteside, good one. Uh, Reichwell, I'm start. Who knows? It's a, you know kind of a safe pick in the third round, not much upside, but uh, it's an okay draft. What was your score for him? Three point six seven. Oh, I had a three point six six. Three plus. <laughs> you guys are your numbers. I, number, I appreciate the work, boys. Yeah, number five overall for me, man. Um, yeah, the Armstead thing. Uh, number I get that two killed you. I would rather take a quarterback, and then you might have been maybe my top. Top two. If you take Drew Locke instead of Reichel Armstead, that goes way up. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Hey, some people, yeah, some people, those quarterbacks. Well, uh, we'll just have to wait and see. This will be fun to see how this pans out. Um, Next up, let's hear, uh, well, James didn't have any picks. We won't talk about him. J-Lo, honestly, do we need to talk about him? I, I do. He, he, I do. He want want, yeah. Just to shit? Okay. Yeah. I guess we can take some time to shit on J-Lo. Let's, uh, I mean... He, I mean, he knew what time the draft was. I know you weren't there, but then you're going to drop those guys. Go, yeah, like, Coke, let them have it. Um... I gave you a D. The worst draft. That's bro. nice. Like, do you even care? Like, I know you got a girlfriend now, and like, you know, she's playing Mr. with your big dude. Playing with his packer now. You know, you know, he he's looking a little better now. Yeah, yeah. Bought a house. He's drinking white claws. Oh, oh man. man. He's shooting forty sixes on the golf course. You know, he's decent. But come on, it's fantasy football. Yeah, get your head in the game. Yeah. I, I, when I started fantasy, I thought J Lo was a guy I had to respect, and the more I play with him, the less like zero like, respect. Dude, there was he's respect. relevant. There, yeah. there was value at this point, and he just fucked <coughs> bad. It was. James, do we need to talk about him? No, no. I prefer not to not talk worth about J Lo. Yeah, he time. just gets just gets this way. Yeah, it's too hot in here. Uh, let's go next to, these are, uh, you know, t- three teams that had a lot of picks. Uh, let's start with Hog. What'd you guys think? Start us off, Um, he was my number two overall draft. Uh, I gave him a 4.33, A minus. Loved it. Kyler Murray, uh, Daniel Jones, Noah Fant. Uh, then he goes and trades away Noah Fant. Don't understand that. But I like his draft, man. He got two quarterbacks when he needs quarterbacks. Um, other than that, though, he traded away all his first in the next couple of years. So I, he had so much need, so many places. Yeah. I mean, he got great value at both of his quarterback picks. You know what I mean? In the third round, there's not much better value he could have taken. But, dude, his team needs some help. Yes. James? I actually have him as my best draft kind of out really? of here. Really? Simply because the Superflex. He was the only one that really attacked the value it's, that it's was there. It's a year away. Yeah, you know, it's not technically yet. So we can't, it's not full-fledged. But I see what you're saying. 
Um, let's go next to then probably, you know, the guy that does what he wants, uh, Spencer Masick. Thank God for J-Lo coming in and not just drafting <laughs> at all. Otherwise, Masick might have been last. <laughs> uh, Coke, let him have it. Um, I gave him a 2.8 D+. Plus. My plus. number eight team. Um, I don't hate the players he picked, but, like, I wish he would try to be elite. Trade back. Do something. Play some Madden franchise and, you know, practice. Yeah, he like, seems pretty inexperienced. Yeah. Like, I think his head is so far up his own ass. That he doesn't know what's going on. Doesn't know, yeah. You know, I mean, he he kind of confused me in the beginning of the draft. I'm like, he, man, he just got Nikhil Harry. He got Paris Campbell. I love these two guys. Um, in your uh, league, Coke, I went after these two guys. Oh, yeah. I traded up for these exact two. I loved his draft to start. And then I think he got in his own head started thinking about wolves. And I think he kicked <laughs> his own ass. See, and I'm, I'm going to take the counterpoint. Uh, other than the Jarrett Stidham pick, I don't hate it. I Who'd like Devin Singletary. Uh, you know, I got him a C plus, B minus. He's, okay. right, he's right in that range, you know, because... I think Devin Singletary's got some potential. Damian Harris is an injury away from potentially having a role. If the Patriots draft a running back, what round was it, James? In the third, like third round. round. Like, they got to have some type of plan like we were talking about, you know. So, I, I don't hate it. That's all I'm saying. So, I don't think, like, much better than J-Lo, obviously. Um, I don't like to compliment the kid because he sucks. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'll, I'll be the other side and say that, man, it was, it was okay. Uh, and that leaves us with, I'm pretty sure I'm not forgetting anyone. Let's end it with Mr. Shock. What do you guys think? This was part of the blueprint. He had all these picks. James, do you think he pulled it off? He, it was hard not to. Fair. Everyone's Fair. leaving. I mean, they left him Miles Sanders at pick eight at the end of the round here. Um, he got my three top backs in this draft. He went and got a, a decent player in DK Metcalf, got Dwayne Haskins in the second round. Um, if it's outside of that Hardman pick, who I don't love, um, he nailed it. Uh, Coke, you same page here? Yeah, man, highest draft. Uh, I got him a four point, uh, four point five seven, A plus, number one draft. He got. I, there's nothing really to say. He got exactly. all the top three running backs, two QB, the number two QB. Love it, dude. Hard to go wrong, uh, you know. And he got all those picks. Gave up a lot of good guys. Got some potential future talent. Who knows what his blueprint is? You know, is he gonna go trade out these guys for more picks? Is he gonna try to put them together to get a big guy? Uh, we don't really know what this guy's going to do. He's kind of a wild card. I think What's the uh, over-under on guys that are going to still be on this roster oh, from this pick like in the next couple weeks? Well, I don't think... Oh, week. <laughs> weeks. Well, he's got to drop a lot of players next year because he has a lot of picks. He sure um, does. He's got to start trading some seconds there. So I think we actually got a call in about this team too, didn't we? Yeah, I think we did. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and give a listen and see what uh, this uh, you know, innocent bystander, random caller thought, thought about uh, Mr. Shuck's team. Long-time uh, follower of the league and uh, first-time caller. Just looking at uh, the draft results, it just it really looked like uh, Shulk Daddy just destroyed everybody. Uh, there was no competition in terms of who got the best players. It looks like this guy's really got a blueprint of, of what it takes to succeed in fantasy football. Uh, other than that, big fan, big fan, keep doing what you're doing, and uh, but this will be my last call as long as uh, that Andrew Butts guy is is on the podcast. Okay. Thank you. Well, that's not some that's insight you could say. I don't know, yeah, good or um, bad, but he he said some things. You know, you know, it was weird. They sounded kind of the same, but you know, I don't know. They Similar. You yeah, know, but hey, I, uh, he, uh, he sounded like he seemed, he seemed like an alright dude. Sound like I a mean, douche. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, we're gonna say it. 
Uh, let's uh, let's end this little thing. We got a few minutes left. Let's talk about uh, how what we think about teams overall and post draft moves that were made, and just kind of the state of the league right now before we get into the season. Uh, Coke, start us off. I want to hear from you. Who is the team you think improved the most after the draft going into this season that might jump some other teams? Um, gosh, not really many. I think the bottom four are going to stay the same. I think your team got a lot better. Um, not like a lot better, but you yeah. got the good. You got good got picks. Yeah. Um, I shock. He had probably the best players, but his team is so bad that he's going to be probably ninth it's because Jill is terrible. He went from possibly the worst team in the league to a little bit better worst team in the league. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's a, that's a good point. Um, James, is there anyone that stuck out to you? Um, I don't think there's a lot of, that's going to shift any tiers here. I think the top teams are just so deep. Um, all the studs are on kind of the top four or five teams. So nothing that really changes the tiers here, but a couple teams did get a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, you want to – let's see, uh, what was your favorite pick of the draft overall, James? Was there one pick that you were just like, that's insane value? That yeah, I think I touched on it uh, with Alexander Madison beginning of the third. Oh, no, um, that okay. gets heavy competition from Daniel Jones at the very end. I mean, he okay. was basically free. Those third-round steals, yeah. Those are two guys that you can be definitely happy to pick up in the third round. Coke, you in agreement on that? Um, my favorite pick was the Miles Sanders pick at eight yeah. because so many people messed up. And he fell to eight, like the number three running back who could potentially jump in right to a roll. Uh, I, I don't understand it, but, you know, great pick at number eight by Shock. Uh, I love him. You know, great player. Absolutely. Absolutely. What about you? Uh, overall, you know, I didn't – I thought, you know, the draft went kind of how I thought. Guys were going to fall. People were going to pick things up. Uh, you know, after looking, I'm going to be controversial here. And when you look at Spencer's team before the draft and before the trades he's made with Zach, I think his team has improved. You know, I mean, maybe not too much for the future, but for this year, he I, yeah, can, can be competitive, that. you know, which you can't say about some of these teams. No, I agree. I mean, he doesn't have a first next year. Uh, but, you know, Nikhil Harry could come in and, you know, make some noise. You know, out of my bottom feeder teams, I think he has the best chance to jump up a bit here. <laughs> to be honest, he does have Garoppolo yeah. as, at yeah. quarterback, um, so that that's not bad at all. He does have Amari Cooper, who just went on a tear at the end of the year, Juju Smith-Schuster, Adam Thielen, Anthony Miller, who I think takes a big step up he's in Chicago's offense this players. year. He's got some players. You can't deny that. You really can't. Nope. One of them goes down, though. I think he's screwed, especially at running back Damian Williams. He's already got yeah. the hamstring. Yeah, the After backs. that, his top guy is... Who, Austin Eckler, Alfred Blue? Yeah, and Devin Singletary. Well, Singletary. Maybe, um, well, he has a Sean. He has a Sean McCoy. Who... That's a yeah. That's um, and then let's hear pickups after the draft. We kind of touched on it. I think the two big ones were James and my pickup, Darwin Thompson and Drew Locke. Uh, are there any other pickups out yeah, there? You my thought my that boy, uh, Darius Slayton. Um, the Giants, baby. There's no who's he going to throw the ball to. Tell me why I should care about the Giants offense this year. Well, there's, I mean... Who's out? Tate's out. Actually, Shepard might be back week one. but uh, It's Evan Ingram season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like they're going to be so bad. They like, are. Yeah. They are. But still. You know, it's not a bad pickup. Um, yeah, I can't, can't hate on the well, pickup. So there's another. Trying for free. For free. <coughs> I do love the Drew Locke pickup. Darwin Thompson was great. I'm trying to think who else. Got no, guys have guys been making moves during camp. It's happy to see. You know, I think they're starting to get back into it. They just got to realize Dynasty football is year-round. But yes. you can't take time off. I did add uh, Miles Boykin. I like Miles. Yeah, I, like Miles. I thought about too. picking him up. Well, you picked up Terry, too, after Jay Absolutely. It's like you had some picks. Yeah, you actually do look like you drafted a team this, this offseason. Um, which, hey, uh, you'll take that. Take that. Well, boys... 
Thank you for tuning in. This has been our first episode. Again, James sent the link out. If you want to leave voice messages, let us know. Tell us how to improve. Tell us to eat shit. It's totally up to you. We can do whatever we want. It's our own podcast. So uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh, we will be back to you once this season gets rolling. Peace. Later. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Commissioner's Office Podcast. If you have any comments, questions, suggestions, please email us at commissionerspodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Thanks again for listening, and we're out.